This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, George, Plimpton is just smothering his steak and ketchup. Oh, boy. I mean, just covering it. And it's filet. Oh, boy. And he's putting ketchup all over it. Like, you can't see the steak anymore. Mm -hmm. And he actually had taken it and put the meat into his empty soup bowl so he could basically fill it up with ketchup so it would be just swimming in it. Uh And, um, you know, I don't give a fuck. Eat it how you want to eat it. He did the thing where he breaks the bottom off the ketchup bottle. Yes, he did. So it falls out. Yes, where he hits it, he puts it against the corner of the table, and then he pounds it with his fist, and the bottom just pops off in one piece Mm -hmm. so he can get a bigger gloop out. Gloop? And, you know... Eat how you want to eat. You know, it's a nice piece of filet mignon. You want it to be almost entirely ketchup. That's yeah. up to you. You didn't say that thing that you say because I would imagine it would kind of set him off if you said the thing that you sometimes yeah, say. Well, but uh, somebody. Yes. Well, uh, this is where this is going. Okay. I can see that Dom Deloise. He's getting frustrated because he spent so much time cooking the steak and yeah. seasoning it the way he wants. And yeah. so I think I'll break the tension. Were you – wait, I'm sorry. Were you confusing him with Paul Prudhoe? Oh. Because – So he was already in kind of a bad mood. That must have been what it was because he, Paul Prudhoe is a chef. Okay. So I can see – okay. He was but already they, in kind of a bad mood. Yeah. But I, uh, either way, the large gentleman is looking steam coming out of his ears watching this ketchup thing happen. So I think I'll break the tension. And I've got a pretty funny joke loaded up and ready to go for just this kind of situation. So I go, uh, hey, George, you want some steak with that ketchup? Oh, God. Now. I know you guys are friends, but yeah, yeah, no, and he's known to have a bit of a temper. Now his daughter Martha loses it. <laughs> she must be seeing this her whole life and putting all this ketchup on. She's cracking up. He turns beet red. Paul grabs like a sconce off the wall and a starts sconce. swinging it. Starts swinging it like a mace. Trying to take mine and George's head off. Of course, I catch it very easily. I disarm him and I uh, put him into an arm bar. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names on the red, red carpet, carpet linebacker line hallways of this industry we call showbiz. showbiz. What up, what up? As you know, we are passionate about... What are you reading on your computer there? I'm reading tips for doing a good podcast. Well, it didn't feel like you even heard it under my story. I did hear it. Well, you certainly didn't help the, out with the it. The sconce. I help by saying, "Okay, now it's time to do the rest of do the main show." And you were, and you're right. It was time to go and do something else, but maybe only because it didn't have any help. Was it? Maybe not? it could have been something good. I I thought it was nice. It was okay. 
we like to talk about and enjoy and nourish our bodies and being healthy. You're only going to have this one body this time around, and I do believe in reincarnation now. Uh, and I hope I come back as a bird of prey, kestrel perhaps, or an osprey. Although it's so bad what happened with their thin eggshells. Um, anyway. And this being healthy and not being sick does not necessarily involve going to the doctor. No. Uh, a lot of the American medical uh, business, and it is, a, it business, is a business, yes. is based on upcharging you. Every mm-hmm. time you go to the doctor, they do just what so your you auto mechanic need, does. You need a new uh, this. That's not working. This smells wrong. This thing should be over here. This is too huge. And it's like, I don't even know this guy, really. I barely hang out with him. How does this guy know what my what my body, what's happening with my body? Yeah, I mean, I, you, I need someone who sees my body every who day. Who knows my body better than anyone else? Yeah. Who knows my body better than I do because they can see the back of it, actually. So what Sean and I do is we each give each other a physical exam every year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes more than that. But the big one is every year, and we sort of do little tiny ones in between. And so, for transparency, we want to do it on the show this year so you can hear sort of what's involved, and maybe you can do one on yourself. Yeah, or your neighbors or your friends or your, uh, or your friends' kids. Yeah. So. So do you want to start on me? Sure. Okay. Do you want to just put it in my mouth? Hayes has to put his foot in my mouth because my mouth is able to feel. He's got good muscles in there. Yeah, and it it can tell if there's something not right. Yes, I would love to because there is something. The foot is a good place to start because there is something. Bottom up. Moving around in there. Bottoms up has become bastardized to me in taking a drink. But really, it originally was what, you know. Put your bottom part. part, Yeah. Put it up in the mouth. Yeah. So bottom up. So you're going to start with the foot. Yes. And has anything been bothering you about this foot before I put it in my mouth? Yes, and th- that's what I was saying. There, Sorry. There is something uh, sort of moving around uh, in a in a random way, and if like if I try to poke at it, it runs to the other side of the foot. Okay. All right. So all right, let me just slide this cowboy boot off. This is nice. I wore the yeah, so it would taste a little more like steak. Yeah, there you feel that. All right, so you uh, had a scorpion in your boot. Oh, and then he got inside your feet. Okay, is that okay? It's actually fine. Uh, what you want to do is you want to make sure that he. Stays in your foot, uh-huh. so you want to make your foot as nice a home for him as possible. What would happen? It would be bad if he got out. If he gets off your foot be rude. and gets into your pancreas, uh-huh. he could start eating all your insulin. Another thing I've sort of been having, my breath has been weird. Uh-huh. Kind of like, oh, it's sort of stop and go right now. <laughs> yes. Does it smell okay? Because blow it all the way in. <gasps> Here, let me put my mouth in your mouth, and then you blow out. 
Okay. Okay. I have it. All right. Tell me if it's weird because I've been buying it. Mm-hmm. Like my body doesn't produce its own breath. Sure. So I've been buying these packs. And this one looked sort of dusty on the shelf. And I asked the guy, like, is this okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And he's just, like, you know, brushes it off a little bit. But now I wonder if I just got a weird breath pack. Well, what I'm seeing just in my first glance here. Yeah. Is there is a scorpion in your tonsils. Okay. And he is stinging at your throat is it, when you try to take a breath. Is it the other one's husband or something? Hang on, let me communicate with him briefly. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> you little devil! It hurts. Don't please don't talk too long because when he's talking, it hurts. Okay. Uh, no. They're not. Nope. Husband and wife. Okay. What? Okay. Did you want me to ask how they know each other, if they know each other at all? or just Well, I thought that my, he was talking for a while. I thought it was more than just like, no. I thought he might have said how they knew each other. I didn't speak English. Anything else going on before I sort of peel your scalp back? And, I don't think uh, so. I can see my heart, mm-hmm. like the outline of my heart. Yeah. But I think that, I mean, it's it's not like. That's kind of badass. Yeah. It's like a tattoo. Yeah. I should write mom on it. That's funny. And then it's like, it's good that I could see it because if I couldn't see it, then it might not be there. And it used to fall out. And you're talking to somebody who knows. Yes. Yes. How is that going? Uh, Getting it back in there? Yeah. Or just moving it back up. Um, I don't like it. Like I got so used to it being where it was. Then now that it's like where it's supposed to be, and I'm using quotes, I don't like that. To me, it feels fucked up. Right. Uh, The doctor said he would move it. Yeah, and he did. He Uh got a pole and put it in. And again, this is why I don't like going to doctors, because you had sort of been like, just leave it. Right. Which I loved. But it was was thumping uh, all around. And I guess the that's not allowed. You look fine. Yeah, good. I feel fucked up. Oh, okay. What else is going on? Well, when I go to and I and I'm just gonna peel your scalp up real quick and reach my hand inside. Okay. Your brains is okay. Uh, not as smart as mine. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, they're great. Nice and cold. So, <laughs> so what's going on for me? Yeah. Well, this is a little embarrassing, mm. but um, I cough when I pee. Okay. You, you pee and then you start coughing? Or when every time you cough, you My pee comes urinate. out in a cough. I see. So it's like your little pee machine mm-hmm. is coughing. Yes. It sounds like a cough. Yes. It's sort of a cough blast. And uh, and I have no awareness of when it will happen. Yeah. So where I am is very much in flux. Uh-huh. Uh, and 
that has been frustrating a little bit mm-hmm. just in terms of my sheets and everything. Now, this is, you know, potentially a sensitive thing, but you and I are friends. We know each other's yeah. bodies. This is like something we can talk about. Have you considered putting a Luden cough drop in there? Uh Okay, so I'm glad you asked. Uh, what I have been using so far is Fisherman's Friend. Is there a reason for me to believe that Luden's would be more effective? It's a matter, it, it may be. Do they make a natural cough drop? As far as I know, it is natural. I don't want chemicals. It does in have there. natural flavors. It may be that he doesn't like the taste of the Fisherman's Friend. Wait, let me ask you this was, is, was it doing this before you put a cough drop in there? No, not at all. So you. Gave it a cough drop. So sort of a preemptive measure. Uh-huh. And you thought, oh, I was right. It is about to get a cough mm-hmm. once it was in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now I've been putting more cough drops in. Meanwhile, the first it's one doing that is going nowhere. It's doing that because it likes the taste of the cough drop and it wants and more And it's trying to trick drops. me into giving more. Yes, because it's like candy. Okay. That's helpful. So then I don't want to put a Ludens in there. No. All right. No more cough drops. Well, then I'll tell him. What else is happening? Uh, well, my back points different ways than how it used to. Uh-huh. It is going all over here and over there and uh-huh. yeah, up it looks there. Like, and, yeah, it looks like five different ways. Yeah. When it, uh, you know, traditionally was just the two, up and down. So I'm wondering, is this something I need to get looked at? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But I'm, you know... I'm happy to just do it. Yeah. What have you been? Have you been? Have you been exercising in a weird way lately? Well, and it uh, just change your exercise program at all? I've had a couple changes to my exercise program just because, um, as you know, uh, I wanted to try to row without using my hands mm-hmm. or arms or legs. Okay. And ideally avoiding jolting my neck around too much. Right. And so when I go for a good long erg, yeah, uh, I have sometimes been having some discomfort afterwards everywhere. I think your back is trying to make hands ah, of its own. Yeah. Because if you don't use your hands for things, your back says, okay, well, I guess it's time for me to be the hands. Starts growing extra bones. That are supposed to kind of reach around and grab the the erg. Because it feels you you having trouble not using your hands and it wants to help you. Oh, that makes more sense because it has your been easier to- Your back is really nice. It's been easier to wash my back lately. Because what I'll do is I'll just sort of toss the soap onto my shoulder and it seems to get everywhere. And then it tosses it back? Yeah, then it throws it back and goes, uh, think fast, buddy. Yeah, your back is trying to be really nice. Okay. Great. So I think everything is good. All right. Well, then I'm feeling healthy as always. And this was a really great physical. And please do try to do this at home with your friends and your neighbor's kids. And uh, very soon we have a guest. Oh. On Hollywood Handbook. Oh, God. So uh, I'm on the White House lawn with Pete. Davidson, and we are uh, trimming the hedges to look like... So to speak, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to look like famous historical figures. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's all in good fun. 
And it, Brett, can you stay here? Sorry, finish your story. I just want Brett to stay here. Yeah, and uh, and Sasha and Malia are laughing because we're making the figures have certain features mm-hmm. uh, and maybe you wouldn't normally see on this sort of uh, statue. And uh, as we um, uh, finish up the last one, uh, Secret Service agent shoots me, you know, with a bullet. Oh, no! Yeah, and it... And if you know anything about me, you know that really made me mad. Yeah. I'm saying for him. Yeah. Oh, no. I hate when that happens. Oh and I hate to use my training, you know, against someone who really is on the same side as me. What was the reason for that? Did you ever find out from him why he... Uh, yeah, well, he didn't do a lot of talking, uh, you know, for the rest of that month. You don't know, and you don't even have a guess. What were some of the historical figures you were doing and the different features on them? And maybe through this, we could get at maybe the reason that you would be shot. Well, George Bernard Shaw, um, we gave him just uh, wow. real big peepers. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Not anything there. I thought, and I sort of thought they would be political figures, but you're sort of drawing from Well, li- did literature. he not write about politics in some way? I mean, didn't his... Writing sort of reflects the political climate of the era. And this is, I mean, your observation. That it's just a very rich reading of it that I can't access. I just see the story for yeah. what it is. Because I said political figures, I think. Right, um, right. And I meant it. Uh, Martha Washington. Mm-hmm. And we just gave her, like, massive biceps. Okay. I can see how that would be threatening. Mm-hmm. Near the girls. Yeah, well, uh, that's how they get their thrills, you know? They're so sheltered. And I do want to start the show, but oh, I do please, yes. also want to check in on Brett, who put the water yeah. down in the loudest way while Sean was telling his story. He well, slammed par- it down. and It's it made partially s- on me. And it made such an explosive thud. I was one of the guys who yeah. wanted the water. And it's yeah. not. Yeah. To be fair, Sean wanted the water, so I just put it. I blame him. Well, maybe next time we happens. put it down on the soft floor. And this isn't even your episode. And I wonder if that's why you're acting out a little bit, because we did give Engineer Sam a, a chance to do a good episode. And we do, yes, yes, we do see Brett get a little bit jealous when the other engineers get to do an episode with a big guest like what we've got today, who's actually a funny superstar and is going to maybe make us get all the downloads and Brett isn't going to get to have anything to do with it. Sam, these headphones are kind of glitching for me. You can, no, now you can go. Okay. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, and it's Saturday's Guide to Kicking Butt and Traffic Names of the Red Carpet Line, back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Are the headphones actually And thanks for the water. Because I don't know if he's acting out or- And water up. Or if he was actually trying to There's a little variation on what up, what up. What? No, I said you could leave. You actually do leave, but I do want to know if the the headphones are glitching. Um, Allison Rich is here from Party Over Here. The show. Do you love partying, getting fucked up? Oh, yeah. I'm a big partier, but I like to party on a Wednesday, is what I would say. Oh, wow. Party when people don't see it coming. And now that can be very confusing for people who might think that that's when the show is on, but it is not. It's not on then. You know, and don't tell them because if people really want to see it, they should come find it, do their research, Google, look at an ad on a bus. I hate lazy people Mm. just watching the show from they heard someone talk about it. From they heard someone. And not go do it They heard the star of the show say it was on one day. Mm -hmm. And they say, Keep I'll watch them on it. their toes. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Yeah, and I, yes, I'm glad that we're finally inspiring some of the young people to do a little work for themselves. Get out there, get active. Get out in nature and research it and find, find out when out the show is When the show on. is and mm. vote. Yeah, and please do rock the vote. Yeah, well, also, it's one of those shows where there's a lot of audience voting, like American Idol, but for ha-has and Right, laughs. vote for what's you can funny. Vote exactly. After exactly. a sketch, you can vote ha-ha. Or laughs. Or me likey. And real, or me likey. They're all positives. There's well, no neg voting. And you were voted onto the show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was actually just a simple chef before. Wow. But then they were like, you should be a complicated comedian. Do you miss your life as but a simple chef? <laughs> you know, I do because now there's just like, there's so much attention. Mm. I mean, I have hundreds of gram followers when before I had 11. Uh-huh. And I just feel like a constant pressure to be creating Graham content, and that's just not what I got in it for. Yeah. So it's harder, but I also know I can't fight it. This, you are a chef. I mean, it's Graham. It's like Graham crackers, right? Exactly. Honestly, I signed up for Instagram because I thought it was a Graham cracker Instantly based Instantly, you app. get a Yeah, you were like, exactly. I'm sick of waiting so long for my Graham crackers. This is the app for oh, me. Oh, my goodness. Back in the day, well, still, because actually it isn't an app for for graham crackers. No. But my current struggle to get a graham cracker, I mean, it's like, it takes a, a while. Yeah, the wait list is insane. It's totally out of control. Graham and crackers. I think I'd have an easier time being get on an organ donating. Oh, donating, oh yeah. Donoring. They should have on your driver's license interested in graham crackers. Here's I'd a, say yes. Here's a joke I thought of, organ donor kebab. Okay. Okay. I like that. You know, when I was a simple chef, I did a lot of Greek food, a lot of kebabs, mm. a lot of tabbouleh, all mm-hmm. that. So I, I appreciate that on an extra level, mm-hmm. another level. So what was simple about your being a chef then? Because it sounds like you're doing all different kinds yeah, of food. Yeah, lots of spices. Yeah. I don't think it's that. It sounds like two things, graham crackers and Greek food. Oh, the classic combo. Simple. So mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't have been one of my customers. Wow, before. I loved seeing Hayes get put in his place yep, like that. Yep, yep, and I yep, wonder yep. if this is... I've never seen such a strong guest that really just took Hayes and cut him down to size. I can't do it. That's what. I, that's the number one thing you got to do when you come into a room. You ever read that Dale Carnegie book, How to Influence People and... Win the room. Fret, win the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number one is show them who's boss, uh-huh. especially if you're an employee. Hmm. This is, I think, an extension of a larger issue between us that I don't want, like, you know, I do want to do the show. He's an idea of history. For you to have a party over here the same night when I, you knew I was having a party over, over here? Over there, really. Well, for me, well, for it, was time it was over here. Okay, yes. okay. But and your party really was over there. Oh, it's, it's about whose perspective, or for me, it's here, you know, mm-hmm. in, from my, my here, and you're there, you're here, And I did there. want to celebrate finishing my puzzle, and... You decided to have a party over here, and everyone would say your party instead of my party. And I didn't even— as someone who went to both and saw just the enormous attendance at your party, Allison— mine. And that, hey, really—I had to stay much longer than I'd planned on just so it would feel like anything had happened for him. There was almost negative attendance because he decided to conduct the party in a coffee shop where people already were, and then they left— Whence it begun. Yeah, when your party started. And then also, and he fell quite ill, so he wasn't really present for his party. I also really talked up a big game about being able to finish the puzzle, Uh and then... It and also, it was a puzzle that he had, of, uh, of, a, of a nightscape 
in mm-hmm. um that would have uh, helped. in in Tucson, Arizona, and it's just like mm-hmm. that's not a subject people are interested in. No, uh, that's sort of the old model of and, puzzles. And Allison and I are very now and very new in the puzzle world of the moment. Yes. I mean, what's puzzle the most wise, recent puzzle that you've completed that I've done? Yeah. Oh, it was um uh uh bridesmaid scene. Oh, of course, classic. You yeah. know, them all one hand at a time, all six bridesmaids putting the veil on. It's a slow, cumbersome process, but it's one uh, built-in tradition. Mm-hmm. How can they be doing it one at a time in a puzzle? They're all holding each with one hand. You, Sean gets the visual because he constructed the puzzle. You oh, yeah. I wish you'd been there for that Very puzzle. Very new puzzle. And when I did have my puzzle party, and I still... Checked with Allison before I scheduled it. And I said, look, there's only three pieces left on this thing. I really think I'm going to crack it tonight. Oh, Can everybody come over around 430, 4.45? Uh, They got over, and I did come very close to finishing it. And can I tell you, in 2016, 4.30 is prime party time. Oh, yeah. It's too dark to look at the puzzle after that. Oh, yeah. Soon after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I got to work for lantern by lantern light. Mm -hmm. Only way to do it. Yeah, it's the only way that I'm willing to do it. Allison, uh-huh. you're a woman in comedy. Is this yeah. a fad or is it here to stay? Women in comedy? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have an opinion about it, but what I do have an opinion about is let's get some animals in comedy. Yes. What about, yes. I mean, like we had a glimpse of Alf, of Airbud, of others, and bring them back and keep them here forever. I want some plants in comedy. Plants. I'm over humans. Is it maybe an animal and a plant interacting? Yeah. Or maybe a, you know, um, a, a gift, uh, a child with low intelligence is about as much human that I want to see in comedy. Remember when the big slug from A Bug's Life was so funny? Oh. And everyone sort of. Unreal. Like, everyone was like very nice to him at the time. But right. then it's like, where where is his next Opportunity. Where's his next gig? Get you know? him on a multicam sitcom because people think when they burst on the scene in a Pixar movie mm-hmm. that they're oh my my bad is Bugs Life Pixar or I get that and ants confused. Which one was Pixar? They were the same movie. Oh okay. yeah, no. bugs are ants. Ants are bugs. Okay, it just yep. depends how long. But you what watch. are insects <laughs> and what are spiders? Oh, okay. Well, this is a great question, and I will dig into this. Please, do you want but- to get the book? Yeah, why don't I just crack the book open and we'll start looking at some visual representations of what I'm about to explain in a really thorough way. Of the genus Arachnid? So, spiders is bugs and insects is bugs too. Ticks is spiders in a way because of how much legs. (laughs) Now, when the head versus the eyes and brain is connected to body and there's three pieces, thoracic and thorax and the friggin' other part. Eyelashes. No. And they are all being friends body-wise and head-wise. Then that's when you start to scientifically understand that, yeah, this is really bugs. Now – isn't the um, uh, just a tree and a uh, fish like the original odd couple? Oh, baby. In the, if you read the Bible, the part where in Revelations, people often when they get to Revelations are like, I don't want to read about God's first sitcom. But it is a tree and a fish. The, the fish is so, so clean it's being washed off all the time. I mean, it lives yeah. in basically a cleaning solution. Water. Salt mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. But then a tree. The tree's got that messy. Doing nothing but shedding got leaves that messy everywhere. Hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. a plant afro. Do you ever mm-hmm. look at a tree and go, you have the hair of an African-American person? Yes, trees are black. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, Everybody knows trees are black. Sometimes Jewish guys. Sometimes Jewish guys. Trees are black or Jewish. Mm-hmm. 
We do want to talk about influence. Yes, yeah. it's so important. Have you read Mary Kay Ashley's book, Influence? No. Well, wow, I feel like you guys aren't really prepared, but okay. Oh, um, well, uh, walk me through the book a little bit. Uh, what's on page 10? I haven't read it, but I no. did give it as a stocking stuffer. Ooh. Too many of the children in my life. It's about Mary-Kate and Ashley, their fashion influences, and how they hope to be one. And I believe page 10 is a picture of a handbag. I actually stuff my stockings as well to make girls think I have bigger feet than I do. Oh, Hey, you know, that would fool me. I want to say it wouldn't, but it would. Now, I think we're all just frauds, really, uh, all artists, because we're just a collection of influences parading around in a sack of skin and bone. We're acting like we're up here by ourselves when really we're here with our families and our teachers. I'm standing on the shoulders of many legendary comics. Do you ever think that the first Neanderthal comedy writer... Never had the issue of that's been done before. We've seen that. They were free. Allison, I literally don't sleep because I think about that so much. Oh, my. That reminds me of a funny Far Side cartoon. Yes, thank you. Where the guy, see Sam is laughing right now, just thinking about it. Where the guy painting something on a wall. Oh, the no. caveman. Oh, Here we this go. Is classic. <laughs> I'm like in the area. And it's an elephant and. And other guys are looking at it, and they're, like, judging his comedy in a very modern way. And I forget exactly what it is. Maybe they're saying too soon or something. Yeah. But it's, oh, a, it's a really interesting cartoon. Brother. Wow. Also, for Neanderthal comedy writer, you know, there wouldn't have been anything that was too soon because history was, like, what, seven years at that oh, point? okay. So uh-huh. there was nothing. It's like, what's happened that we're, you're going to feel sensitive Oh, that about. might actually be the whole idea behind it. Yeah. Yeah, I cracked it. Well, uh, all right, I'll take a swing. I was reading it on a T-shirt all... that was going by so fast. Oh. And I tried to be like, don't get in your car, but he did. Um. So I, I guess we're all going to guess what it means. Yeah, you go now. Yeah. Um, too soon. Was it about Nick Thune? That's what I considered that. Yeah. You know, I hear uh, the I'm a, I don't remember who created Farside, and I know that that makes me bad, but I do know that the creator was a big Nick Thune fan. Hmm. So that makes total I, sense. I support, I'm, you know, I He might have like gotten Sean, him that recent commercial where he's playing a piano or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because cartoonists classically are fans of commercial actors. Yeah, well, I mean, they really are some of our original influences, uh, cartoons. Before mm-hmm. we're able to really understand TV, right. we do just have to look at a cartoon. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, we can't see people there yet, whole no. people. And yeah. so yeah. I think that one of my biggest influences probably was cartoons. And yeah. you remember the 90s? Having all those shows. Pepper Ann. Oh, please yeah, say, speak on that. Definitely make me sneeze. Speak on that. Oh, see, Pepper Ann loved her. She was part of the Saturday morning block that included Recess and others. And Pepper Ann, the fun thing about her was she was like an 11-year-old girl, definitely not hitting puberty yet, not focusing on boys and crushes, just being a girl in the last stages of innocence. Um, wearing glasses, having shaggy hair, living. I had a Man. corn silk pepper and doll. Did you? Yes, that uh, burst into flames in the every summer. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Was where you were too hot? 
I grew up in a fire station, which you would think would be the safest place to oh, yeah. avoid fire. But I think maybe the guys were using it as like kind of a practice. You know what thing. I kind of think is like, you know, you know, people talk about positive thinking, the secret, what you put out is what you get in. Maybe that mm-hmm. fire station was like attracting lots of fire because fire You're was on about the it minds so much. of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I would say. That's scary to me. What you put out is what you get in. I know. A lot of times I'm putting it out there to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it back. What's an example of that? Um, well, but having sex. Having sex? Yeah. You're thinking about sex because you don't want it. And you're well, I'm it away putting it out there to just get to rid of get it. Out. Yes. And then yeah. lots of sex is coming to you? I guess in a way it does come back. Okay. Yeah, what I'm putting out is what winds up, you know. Right. Coming back, banging down the door at all hours. See, for me, my mind, it's not that I'm thinking about things I really want or don't want. I'm thinking about a lot of garbage. It's like if someone had packing peanuts in their brain, that would be my brain. Right. And so I'm getting a lot of nonsense all the time, a lot of fuzz, a lot of static. Mm -hmm. And it's mildly inconvenient 24-7. We're back on perspective, though, with party over here and party over there. Is packing peanuts as garbage to somebody who is only just trying to ship something fragile? Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yes, I love that we got here. Okay, great. Yes. What's a teacher that really taught you and made you change the way you thought about just how you're going to live? I had a teacher who was also a bus driver. Oh. My bus driver, second grades. And he would say to me every day, Allison, don't sit in the back of the bus because you're small and you, you can't fit in your seatbelt and you roll forward in the aisle. So just sit in the front seat and I will catch you if you fall. And then honestly, to me, he never spoke again, but (laughs) he became a metaphor for my own artistic experience. You know what I'm saying? I was always trying to sit in the back of my art and oh, I needed to yeah. just get right there in the front of it. Yeah. Where I gotta get a front row. Out. It's yeah. so to metaphorically be dislodged from your art. Oh, and it's, to I mean, roll up the aisle into the little well where the door exactly, is. Exactly. You know how exactly, it kind of like go, falls exactly, down and you where get the sort of cab seats are. Yes, yeah, so you get sort of stuck in there mm-hmm. in, in terms of like with your art. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. I'm hoping experience. to reconnect with him. I do believe he has a vine. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I could imagine that being pretty fulfilling. Yeah. Hey, is. Who's your big teacher? I had one teacher named Mrs. Bones who was actually a speech uh, speech person. Fix my speech. Okay. I had had an experience where I saw a picture of the newspaper of Lillian Gish, and I tried to caress the – embrace the newspaper in too aggressive a way. Okay. And ended up sort of getting it – Paper cutting my face in such a way that my speech was impaired. Oh. Huh. Can you give us an example of how that How'd you sound? Yeah. How'd I sound? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, for example, if I were in class and teacher call on me and I'm trying to say Declaration of Independence, instead mm-hmm. I would go, okay, they couldn't really. Can you hear that? I can't quite. Yes, I can't. It's subtle, but you're not quite. Enunciating right the the D in independence. Exactly. You're sort of running by independence, exactly. you know. Exactly. Yes, and so she she had the same thing, which was what was so interesting nice to, as an adult teacher. Yes, of and speech. So, yes, and Wait, the same Lillian Gish background as well. Exactly the same newspaper, uh-huh. same copy, mm. uh, and 
to have someone, you know, to understand you in that way in a world where, you know, people are not interested in talking to you when you're saying those kind of things. And she could, we could be in class and she could, you know, teach me how to pronounce. Do you feel, did either of you ever accuse the other of talented Mr. Ripleying each other? Because if your lives were so similar, so parallel. And granted, I have not seen the third act of that movie, but I feel like it's about someone taking on the identity. It might be. Sean and I have had this conversation. Okay, Mm. But so, thoughts? We, like, I, I think when we've, done it we've decided that we were both the jude law character okay mm. and so it's just a very easy relationship for us to get along because two judes yes yeah we're both being tricked by someone who's not tricking us yes right mm-hmm. we're kind of one another's patsies but since there's no wolf the two sheep are just kind of hanging out cool mm-hmm. now i guess i'll tell about my big teacher Miss a Castle. Miss a Castle? Miss a Castle. Okay. Um, I think she was, I think I met her right after or right before Mrs. Bones. Oh, okay. I think they're in the same block. They live on the same block? I think they were scheduled in the oh, same block. Scheduled in, oh, scheduled. Oh, you, ha- oh, oh, you had her right she after She was a Mrs. literal Bones. school teacher. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Well, I, Castle, I thought we were taking popular hour-long dramas. <laughs> and then saying that they were teachers' names. You know, that is what we are, and so I'm retroactively going to say the bus teacher's name was <laughs> Mr. Madman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had Mrs. Castle. I very recently have been taking uh, Ms. Quantico. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was. I started to take Mr. Minority Report, but then he, you know, quit. Yeah. yeah. What about— Did you have four more teachers? Four more? Mr. ABC News at seven? <laughs> yeah. Mr. 2020 with Hugh Downs. <laughs> yeah. I've all, yes. You're, you're, it's like we went to the same school almost. And uh, anyway, Miss Castle, um, mm-hmm. what did I want to say about her? I guess she tried to teach me and just couldn't reach me. I was too far gone. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Unteachable. Yeah. I think that the way my mind works is so unique and so different. Yeah. And uh, I am just on this sort of artist journey that it is difficult to teach someone like that because they're just experiencing things mm-hmm. in a totally different way. Now, but here's we a were, question. Oh. Yeah, no, no. I would like okay. to hear your so, question. I'm sure we have the same one. Yeah. yeah. So I oh, have I, uh, watched um, a documentary or two documentary about, or two about feral, children feral children who are raised in abusive homes with no language, no mm-hmm. affection, discovered around the age of 11, 12, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, they have, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, at that age, they are unreachable because this, you know, very important stage in which the mind latches onto language has been missed. Yeah. So is that what you're talking about? Were you raised in, you know, deep negligence? Um, well, I mean, I was a farmy brat. I was... Uh, a farmy brat. Yeah, I, okay. I, I was mm-hmm. a... Farm orphan. I was a farm orphan whose dad was in the army. Okay. Now, his was that what you were going to ask? Yeah. Okay. The Feral Children documentary? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah so... I was neglected, but I'm not so much talking about that as like, it's almost like the teachers are speaking a different language than I am just because my brain is so, I'm not going to say better, Mm. 
And it is interesting. Do you want us to say better? That would help. Better. Just so someone could say what's actually going on. Sure. We were talking about good teachers and like people who yeah. had a really strong influence, and there's nobody like oh, that. Oh, really in- good teachers? I guess yeah. myself. I-, I would have to say myself. Mm-hmm. I was a huge influence on me early on yeah. and continue to be. Mm. When I think about some of my early shit, that shit was pretty fucking good. Right. And uh, I actually do like it. It's nowhere near where I am now. Right. Uh, the stuff I'm laying down now is total next level, just fire, hot fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some of the blazonest comedy in the game today. Right. Smoking. Yeah. As the mask would say. The mask. <laughs> You talk about the farm hand when you were like, you've told me stories about doing your jokes on the farm when it was too windy and no one can hear your jokes. Yeah. And he would block the wind for you and help you get your voice out there and not be blown away. Is there a reason you don't want to talk about him? Oh, okay. Well, he taught me about the importance of sound. I mean, really, he was engineer farmhand. Yeah. Because he wasn't generating any of the comedy, just like Sam's not doing jack shit right now. But he was helping people to be able to hear the comedy that I was making that was hot fire. You know, Mm. I feel that some of the best comedians are blind as some of the best musicians are because comedy is about sound. Mm -hmm. So they're cutting out the nonsense of vision Mm -hmm. to get you to that joke. Because they can't see it, and so they they don't even want to be distracted by trying to look for the sound. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do either of you has a comedy hero? Uh, maybe somebody like um, a lot of people would say Steve Martin, but we won't say that. But somebody who uh, their comedy made you think about now I want to be this. Mm-hmm. Well, I really wanted to say Steve Martin, so now I'm in a bad Not mood. Not allowed. Mm-hmm. And I am angered. But I won't say that, so I will say Della Reese. Okay, because when you said, oh, wow. Okay, I want to hear more about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so wait, now I'm getting her confused with Delta Burke. Which one of them made me go. One's a plane. No. Mm hmm. Maybe I am talking is. about the plane. One of them because is. Because comedy, one of them laughing, is definitely a plane. Laughing is man's, you know how people always want to fly, like in their dreams, mm-hmm. or if you're told you could be invisible or you could fly, or you could have the power of speaking Greek. Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'd pick flying, I'd pick flying, I'd pick flying. Laughter is our closest way of flying. Mm-hmm. So that is why Delta Burke the plane, mm. my hero. I'd be able to freeze everyone in my class and so I could go around touching them. My cho- <laughs> so my choices are freeze everybody in my class and molest them, be invisible, <laughs> fly, speak or Greek. speak Greek. You know what I say to that? What? E pluribusunum, baby. <sighs> uh, now... What what I was going to say about the plane idea yeah. is that is a real big influence because a lot of times people say, like, the sky's the limit. And you're like, well, I'm influenced by something that's in the sky all the time. I want to be mm-hmm. at the limits, the outer boundaries. Yeah. But what I'll say to that as well is, please don't tell me the sky's the limit when there's footprints on the moon. Right, 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 right. What, uh, did you have- Hot shit. <laughs> Um, right. Well, his influences or people. Yeah. What, what, what Sean? Heroes. Heroes. In comedy? 
I love old funny books. Oh, okay. Please, and yes. I love Shakespeare's insults. I have a a, a book of the great Shakespearean insults where oh, he calls dang. people a friggin' frog and stuff. Oh. Oh. That's one of the first things that really made me incredible. You know, Shakespeare, yes. Shakespeare is, everyone says he invented so many words we know, right? And friggin' was actually the first, I believe. Yeah. Yes. He got that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. I love that. The, Shakespeare was really the original Veep mm-hmm. in terms of making up an insult. And mm-hmm. having three names like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, it was William Billy Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Billy was not uh, short for William. It yeah. was just an entirely separate name. It's like if someone today was named Matthew Max, you know, Johnson, you wouldn't be like, you're, you know, it would be separate. I can keep see well, you. Keep, I keep I could, going. I can okay. see you consulting your history book as you're like. I know you want people to think, and I don't want to get back into our like feud and stuff. But I know well. I, I know people want you to think that you just have all these history facts. But I can see that you are looking at the history book. Allison, the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, Hayes. Uh, Sorry, I was she broke. She tried to break the microphone. Tried to break Hayes's microphone so he wouldn't be able to t- the say the truth. Okay, fine. Look, but does it make me less impressive that I am consulting a book rather than just having committed these facts to memory? That I I think it's very impressive that I carry books around. Yeah, and I see you wrote the history book as well, so I guess that kind of is. Uh, yes, I didn't want to have to say impressive. it, and I didn't have to because you did. Now, I have a big comedy hero. Go. My own mind. Oh. That's, you know, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. I, it's sort of, you know, they say don't meet your heroes. Mm. Oh, how is that for you? It's been tough because I often do have to sort of get in and investigate inside my mind and dig around in some of the dark alleys yeah. in there. And uh, I understand that saying because it can be pretty scary. Now, here's a question. People often say you need to have experienced tragedy to create Comedy, mm. but my life has been just bing bang, so so good. Mm-hmm. So people are always like, "How are you funny?" Because you're. Yeah, like, how did you get so funny? Here's well, my secret: is I go regularly to places where people are having bad lives, and I steal from them the mental images, the emotions, They're the experiences. Ideas. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Some of the characters they do. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I know this one homeless woman, and she's always doing this character um, who's just a mad uncle. And, you know, that one-man show I did, Just a Mad Uncle. Just a Mad Uncle. Comes from that homeless woman. And now I can't go to that part of uh, that homeless that homeless area. Well, I can't that let one, you. I can't let you escape without giving us a little taste of just a mad uncle. I will say the one man show, the, the advertising it is that confused me because I thought it was you doing a bunch of different characters, but it was you doing just one man. Right. I call it a. There's actually several actors in the show. I call it a one man show because we're all playing the same one man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just a, a mad, mad uncle. uncle. Yeah. And I'd love to hear just a taste of it. Maybe we could do the scene where um, he's sending back his spaghetti. Yes. 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 Guys. Why is this the spaghetti when I said I want the one that's tubes and this is the one that's strings? He's talking about penne. He doesn't have the words for penne. Okay. Okay, yeah, and that is pretty tragic. I always say you can't experience tragedy without experiencing comedy oh. as like just a, in terms of masks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like they're always going to be together. You're always hearing questions in terms of masks. 
Uh, we all wear masks, don't we? When I'm writing. <laughs> you have that ski mask mm. that you wear all the time. Yeah. I wear blue blockers. Oh. Yeah, just because of the screen. I don't want to get my eyes irradiated. Yeah, that's that's a real risk. F's up your endocrine system. Well, Allison, yeah. yeah. do you want to ask Sam about some of his good teachers? That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, please tell me about some of your good teachers, especially if you had any sort of like sexual feelings towards any of them. As it's very, it's almost inevitable to not, you know, develop those. Yeah, a lot of our sexual awakening occurs when we're looking at our teachers. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would say um, Engineer Brett has probably been the strongest teacher I've had in my learning. He is lead engineer. Spectrum. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so the discussion was about a teacher that you've observed and had, you know, sort of a sexual feeling towards. Mm-hmm. And if well, that is Brett for you. Yeah, that's absolutely Brett. Please mm-hmm. give us the dirty deeds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, I don't really have any, I don't know if I've ever really come to terms. Yeah, I would say I'm fairly attracted to Brett. It was just this conversation right now. It was just the thing. I did not know that could be a thing as Brett is not a woman. Right. Uh, if that's okay, yeah. then it's yes. Okay. It, is, it is okay. You're having a, a massive breakthrough right now. It turns out you are a kind of guy that is a kind of guy that we really like on this show. Yeah. We love these guys. Yes. Okay. We think these guys are so cool and funny. And so I think that, sure, you know, that's a challenge. You see two guys like me and Hayes who are the kind of guys who, let's face it, chicks are digging on what yeah, we got going exactly, on. Yeah. It's like how you would feel about a woman. Mm-hmm. But right. I have the... Horny, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. 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 Horniness. Sex horny. Finally the word. To Brett. Brett. And yeah. now Brett is in a relationship with his girlfriend Busby, as we know. Mm-hmm. But there, I'm sure there's something we can do about that. Some sort of I would trick appreciate or that scheme. Yeah. We could trick Busby into when, as a woman. I know that we're very away. susceptible to tricks. The number mm-hmm. of times that I'm living, I would say, I, I said that my life was full of happiness. The only tragedy is I'm constantly getting tricked, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. so um, it just slows down my day when I'm like, I have some errands to run. I have to go pay my taxes. But oh no, someone has. There's a bucket of water that someone put in the doorway. Tricked Splash. me. Operation mm-hmm. Splashdown. And putting a Operation Splashdown. Yeah. Putting a sexy long leg in the road and oh, tricking yes. you into picking them up, pulling over. Them oh mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Now, sexy since you legs. have all those tricks and you are a woman in comedy, would you say that you're just a fucking train wreck? Oh yes, yes, I would. I would say my hair is never straight because oh. you know wind is always happening to me. Mm-hmm. What a mess! A, a hot mess. mess! A hot mess! A hot mess! Sometimes just a lukewarm mess because I don't have great body temperature regulation circulation is what I'm saying. Mm. So sometimes, like if you touch my skin, it's just warm and not steaming, mm-hmm. and a little bit gooey. Yeah. Yeah. And it leaves the impression of your hand. You take like your hand away, you can had, still see the indent exactly. of your hand. Exactly. It's like if someone every morning painted my body lightly with chocolate pudding. Mm-hmm. And what's <laughs> interesting is it's not very warm, but the pores are still giving off yes. steam. Steam pores. And breathing. You know, you've been making kind of a noise at different times on the show where you do kind of a like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. that's been going if, on. If you put your pores right up to the microphone like that. It, <laughs> People think that's coming from my mouth. It's coming from my face pores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that seems healthy to me. Yeah. Just that your pores are really getting in the mix the way a lot of other people's pores are just kind of laying back in the cup Wall waiting flowers. for their turn. Chilling, yeah. Chilling. You got pores that are taking control. You know, if I ever get a facial, I've had it, I've done it twice. Um, my pores scream. Oh. So don't get me a gift certificate for a facial for my birthday. Dad. He does that. Oh, no. And so, uh, well, it's we what know I your dad listens. dunked on. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, anything else with influences or anything? I think, well, Allison has that. She has a big commercial audition to go to. Oh, Allison, that's right. And so you're a fan of a sportsman in this? Yes. See, here's the thing. For what product? It is, I'm not, I like to wait till I get there to know. But Mm -hmm. see, I'm on a big time Fox network show Ten episodes, hopefully they all come out. Mm. And I did this all so that I could get to go to Santa Monica and audition for an internet-only <laughs> SAG minimum commercial. So it's all happening, fuckers. <laughs> oh, well, that, and that's why we do this show, so people can see like that next level is out it's there. It's always yeah. there. You grind away. You do all the work. Let's go you... through the order, right? Industrials, <laughs> table reads, network sketch shows competing with Saturday Night Live, SAG minimum internet commercials, audiobooks, <laughs> Christmas movies. An episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Don't forget catalog print modeling. Catalog print modeling specifically for turtlenecks. Catalog print modeling for L.L. Bean. And then a Judd Apatow movie. It's all happening soon for me. Bye. Hey, congrats. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.